There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new bubbly bursts. You know that I feel like it's really important to express yourself. I know that about you. You got to put your true self out there, okay? And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do just that. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know, it doesn't get more comfortable than Crocs, clogs, and sandals. They're just the perfect blend of comfort and creativity. Visit crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets charms. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Look, man. There. Oh, I see. Wow. Oh, my. Bowen, look over there. Wow. Is that Ooh. culture? Yes. Oh, my goodness. Oh, wow. Yeah. Las Culturistas. Ding dong. Las Culturistas calling. Now, much has befallen the Culturistas. Well, Matt came on this Zoom with the words, and I know he means storytelling when he says a story like mine has never been told. He's about to spin a yarn on us, okay? Picture this. I'm spending 90 minutes packing, roughly, for my big, what I'm calling my big August. So I was going to Scotland to see the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. More on that in a bit. Woo. Then I was going straight to Las Vegas, Nevada to see Kelly Clarkson. Woo. Then I'm going to Orlando, Florida to hang out with my sister and dear friends. After that, I was to go to the Fire Island Pines. So I was going to spend all of August away. So I needed to pack a ton of things. So I spent about 90 minutes packing. I go to throw out the garbage in my New York apartment. It's always the garbage. It's always the garbage that gets you. I leave the apartment. The door closes behind me. Oh, my God. All my bags and my keys are in the goddamn room. So I'm like... Oh my God, my passport is in there. Just kidding. No, it's not. I have on my person, I have my passport, my wallet, my phone, and my AirPods. So I had a choice to make. Do I just straight up go to the airport with nothing but the clothes on my back and none of the things I packed? The answer was yes. I got on a plane to Edinburgh, Scotland, where I currently am, with nothing, and did a shop in Spria, Blue Crantrell style. Crantrell. <laughs> in the JFK, I said I bought all the basics and some bags. Yeah. So then I get here with truly nothing but the basics. And here we are. I'm here in Edinburgh Fringe. I'm seeing amazing shows. I'm doing amazing culture here. Yeah. And I did that. I committed to the culture that I said I was going to see, but even without all my things. What did it feel like to walk through security with? Nothing. 
honestly, I was like, do I look suspicious? Mmm, interesting. Nobody stopped me, but I was like, I know I look suspicious just breezing through to an international flight. It's white privilege. Honestly, and I'm ready to talk about that. And I want this episode to be called White Privilege. Yeah. This episode is about white privilege. We've got three white women on the podcast today. <laughs> Bowen Yang, Matt Rogers, and, and guest. the guest. But first, before we get to the guest who actually has a show at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. I want to know how you're freeling. I'm freeling really bad. I feel sick. <laughs> What's going on, Queen? I, I just woke up with a sore throat and a fever. It's not COVID yet, but I'm going, she's back. I, no matter what this is, the virus is back. And I have a bone to pick with Peggy Lee, Miss Thing Who oh, Sang she, the Song she's Fever. So dead. Well, she might have passed, but she glamorized illness with the song Fever. Yeah. Fever all through the night. That's not good. That is not you, sexy. Are you experiencing symptoms throughout the night? I was waking up every hour Ugh. on the hour to pee and then fall back asleep. <sighs> was having the most intense dreams. This is no joke. Fevers, what is going on there? I think there's something magical about fevers. It's not just the symptom of fever. It's what it does to you sort of psychoactively. There's a psychoactive element to fever. Describe your dreams. And by this sentence, I mean, describe the dreams you had last night during a fever, not your big dreams in the macro sense. Right. I don't, I don't, not someone who remembers them very well, but I think I was with a lover or something. Mm-hmm. Likely story. Oh my and, god. Fever dream. Yeah. High and the quiet of the night. You know night. that I caught it. And I think I might have even had some I think Jessel Tank might have <gasps> been in my dream because I just finished watching Roni. Um <laughs> and that's that's about all I can remember. Jessel saying that Tribeca is an up and coming neighborhood is why L-O-L. Roni is good. I showed that to our guest and she couldn't believe it. She couldn't let it go. She's not stopped talking about it. Or our guest just made a face. This is iconic. uh, First, by the way, we have our guest with Matt on the Zoom box in a different country, in in Macbeth country. Oh my God. We've all been talking about how you can't say it. Did I ever tell you about the time I said it? You can't say it in the theater. That's that's the only place you can't say it. Well, I feel like, okay, so we were having some cocktails last night with some of the girls, Patty Harrison, Ruby McAllister at all. And we were all talking about, and if you're a real reader, you can look back to Ruby McAllister's episode, Dark Gay Culture, when she talked about being raised in an LA theater. It was the coronet. It became the Largo. So I looked at her and I said, I am not going to say the name of the Scottish play in her presence at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. I'm just not doing it. So we all had a conversation about how, what exactly happens when you do say it and the curse of the play. And it's a very cursed town. Before we were at the Witch's Well, Oh my God, describe it. Well, I want to bring our guest in. I want to hear about the Witch's Well from our guest. She can really describe the Witch's Well better than I can because she's sort of so smart and so gorgeous and so funny and so many things. And I will say I did see her show Exquisite Lies last night at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. I think I've seen the show more than anyone else because I open up for the guests when she does the show live. I'm so proud of her. She's killing it up here in Edinburgh. She just got another... Five-star review, and the reviews have been good. The city of Edinburgh is buzzing about Exquisite Lies, and I'm having the best time with her. It's her day off today, and uh, we're having an amazing time. We're going to go see Monet Exchange. Oh my God, she's in town. 
She's doing a show. And now it's very hard to impress a foreign audience. We know this. And she's going to tell you all about that. But okay. you know her, you love her. You got to see her show at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival if you're here. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Greta Tidelman. You're here, you're right next to me. Oh my God. I, I Every single time I get the chance to come on Lost Culture, I'm so honored. I really am. And what bigger honor than to be doing it here in my absolutely Domain. shitty flat. <laughs> oh, yeah. In <laughs> describe the flat. I mean, it's really not good. Well, where can we start? Stained wall-to-wall <laughs> carpet for starters. Lap of luxury. That's always <laughs> moist. You know, the kind of wall to wall that's always wet and you don't really know what from. But there's oh a little God. bit of moisture everywhere. <laughs> we absolutely have a shit closet. Yeah, I was just in there. Where this used to be, this is a very old building and yeah. the poop stall was its own little like literal closet where you would go and shit. And uh, Europe, Europe doesn't get it. Europe putting the the toilet in its own room is disgusting. Also, they have not gotten on board with a comfortable toilet seat. It's possible. Period. It is possible. I'll tell you what, too. Everywhere you go, and I hate this, and my I don't think so, honey. Today, actually. I didn't tell Greta what it is, but I, we were walking earlier and it is related to this, but this is not it. But this is something I don't think so, honey. Why are the lights to the bathrooms on the outside of the room? The switch. The switch, the switch. that turns on the lights. It's on the outside of the room. Like, I don't like that. Also, the buttons on these toilets in, in the UK just... Oh, oh, you don't even know. You don't even know the trick about my toilet. What's the trick? Well... My toilet... If you so decide to go number two, you have to run the sink on top of my toilet. Yes, there is a sink on top of the toilet. Yeah, there is. I will be providing a photo. You have to run the sink <laughs> on top of the toilet in order to get enough water to flush your turd. Oh my down the God. Backs. We're in Old Town, Scotland. We really are. Yeah. <laughs> Title of app. Title of app. Describe the witch's well. What was it like? What's so what's so amazing about it? The witch's well. Okay. We were so excited to go. We are winding up Potter's Way. We are winding up the gorgeous cobblestone streets of the ancient city. Ancient of the ancient. I'm a little ancient. Yeah. Of ancient. The, of, of some might say the the 16th century streets of Edinburgh. Mm. And what do we stumble upon? The witch's well. Now, this well is where all of the witches would go and drink in the 15th and 16th century before they all got persecuted and hung. So basically, it was like... It's to commemorate them in many ways. To commemorate them. Was it to be like, here, drink from here before we kill you? Or was it... yeah? Says, here, why don't you moisten that mouth before we hang you from it? Yeah, slag. Yeah. They would That's, say slag. Yeah. That's all really you dumb slags. <laughs> you dumb slags. I do have, my eyes have fallen on a sexual, hot, yeah, I can, we, yeah. Scottish barista. So it's the one place in Scotland where you can get cold brew, batch brew, as they call it here. Batch brew. And there is one barista who's just got it. 
you, you ask him for ice, he doesn't look at you like you're a fucking fool. Tell Bowen what he I said, said to you. I said, I'm so happy you have cold brew. He was like, oh, he's like, oh, yeah. I was like, I'll be coming here every day. And he said, and I look forward to serving you. No, he said, I, love, I love to, to serve you. Yeah. He said, well, I love to serve you. That's hot. I said, do you want me to throw it back, Papa? What's going on? Papa, let me turn around. I said, you want to yeah. split me muff? Yeah. <laughs> split me muff? You want to... Split me muff. <laughs> I said, split me muff. split me muff. I, I used the expression, you want to split me muff the other day to Greta, and she had, had a negative it. reaction to it. Well, that's accurate. You, The muff is split. The muff splitter. They call that's me the muff happened. splitter. <laughs> I mean, when I tell you there are crazy things happening on the stages in Edinburgh. I was at a yeah. bar the other day with Patty, woman on stage, fully <laughs> spreading open her vagina, explaining what a labia is to a packed bar of people. I've never been to Edinburgh. What is the culture the energy is it like chaos what is your experience as someone who has a, an acclaimed show there that is that is the dream is it acclaimed Greta yes you just got a five star you just know, got a five star review I know look would I love to sell it out I would I would love to yeah. sell it out but um the reality is this festival it has over 3200 shows yeah playing here and it's everything. It's theater. It's comedy. It's clown. It's circus. It's right. dance. It's magic. It's literally like any kind of it's performance. Giving you can think of. It's giving streaming boom. It's giving like yes. the bubbles. The bubbles should be bursting soon. Yes, it is. And it's like the biggest gripe with the way that the fringe has changed is that it's just become so expensive that like uh -huh. young people really can't afford to attend it in the same way that used to, you know? So now it's like you get a lot of like middle to older age people attending it. And, you know, when I'm busting my fucking muff on stage, yeah, talking yeah. about things that are potentially more topical to us, it's kind of like, where are the girls? You know what I mean? You're right. You need the girls who understand understand yeah. what busting a muff even means exactly and you know i'm targeting the girls i did look at an 83 year old woman <laughs> on the brink of death the other night in my show and said that i swallowed to her <laughs> looking directly in her eyes and she laughed oh, she loved God. it and laughed and i said doll i said i know she wanted to look at me and been like i've been swallowing for 70 years I've been you know. swallowing since the Great War. Exactly. There yeah. were a couple. <laughs> there were a couple old gays that came up to Greta last night. And were like, "You're the most talented person in the festival." Yeah. Yes. Yes. And the old gays see it all. They're like, "You're the you're the most talented act I've ever seen here." No, what was that? Yeah, that's that's Scottish. That's yeah, I guess that is. I mean, who am I to? You speak? really need to be rolling your your words always talking like this. Like 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 oh, Matt has also been very bombarded with Lost College fans. Really? Yield, Scotland, yes. Mm. They're out girls here. shaking in their boots, being like, I, and then, is that local that, girls? That, yes, the dolls. Oh my God, I didn't know the reach. I love local girls, man. You love local Can I tell you girls. something? Nothing like Ew. local girls. Local girls, they love mm. a big star rolling through. But I will say, to just. <laughs> Bowen is so shook. <laughs> To just finish sort of explaining the energy yes, of well. Edinburgh. Oh, the energy, yes. <laughs> which, you're of, stuck on which as well. I'm stuck well. on which as well. 
It's winter here. Yeah. Is what I think people also don't get. It is fully freezing. Cold. Your no, off. it's not freezing. It's 60 degrees. It's. It, I love getting it to be able to wear a sweatshirt, which, by the way, we had to buy all new clothes. I will reiterate for me. Right, um, right. But it is really nice, like, because it's been so goddamn hot. We've all said it, global boiling and all. But it's been so lovely to be here. We looked at some castles. I will say this. The people are so nice. So nice. Uh, the city is so excited about the festival, and you can see why. It's really cool. Just like the history. It's gorgeous. It's beautiful it's here. It yeah. is like Harry Potter. It's, and, like, it's right. crazy. So literally, my hotel, is I, I learned, it's on the street that inspired Diagon Alley. Um, but it's very, 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 like, uh, it's just amazing. What is really tough is the food. Okay, and I'm sure you're not the first people to say this. So I think it's okay. No. It's, a, it's a conversation that we're we can have constructively. No. What are the delicacies? Well, the delicacies are the delicacies are, the delicacies are haggis, mm-hmm. which I had to ask what that was. Didn't like the answer Did, at all. Didn't like the answer. Yeah. Do you know it's about like, haggis? You asking well, what haggis spent time is? In London. Yeah. You asking what haggis is is like me asking what the horses drama was with the owners of horses. <laughs> Matt and Matt Whitaker were like, "It's too bad to say at dinner. We can't tell you at dinner." Right. And I was like, oh, is it that bad? Like, God, did someone die? Truly shocking once I found out. Are we allowed to talk and about everyone, this and bring everyone this Everyone can just look it up. I think that they've since rectified. Do you know about what's going down in horses? She I doesn't want to comment. I, Gre- yeah. Greta and I went one time. We can oh, cut this out. Oh, we horses with Greta. No, Bowen and I, we, we should absolutely keep it in. Bowen and I had a gorgeous meal at horses with Abe. Yes. It was delectable. Delectable. And I think that... From what I've heard, and this could be totally false information, I think both of the chefs are now out of the picture. Right, like I think they're right. not at the both of both of them are not at the restaurant anymore. From what I glean, and by the way, it's still a tough reservation to get your little paws on and yeah, so I don't think I don't think that the whole you know meow meow kitty cat of it all kind of deterred their business. Well, contra- so, and literally, we're not going to get into it on the pod because it we really is gnarly. It. It's, 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 so t- it's giving TW, like, if you want to find out what happened with horses, which, by the way, I think it is rectified now, look it up on your own T-I-M-E. But you know what I've really discovered, especially in L.A.? Controversy around restaurants where people are like, we're not going there anymore, does not stop business. Because I'll tell you what, we, was it like, it must have been like two months ago, at the height of the scandal, we were looking oh, to yes. we were looking for a place to get drinks and have some noshes, and, and we you were ended up my, at Schwartz and Sandy's. No. no. So basically, what happened was we were around that area, and I, of course, refused to step foot right. in Schwartz and Sandy's. And I, I won't do it. And, and sh- I was like, "Let's just fucking go to Schwartz and Sandy's. Who cares?" And Matt was like, "I can't be seen there." No, I was like, uh-huh. "I'm not I being can't seen be there." Seen. I'm no, because I, yeah. I support and respect Ariana. So then you guys drove past it and saw that it was packed. So then I was like, let me just go and see because no place around there like had room. And I was like, let me just go and see if we can just like get a drink while we wait for a table somewhere else. Walk in, packed to the gills. They were like, honey, if you don't have a reservation at all this weekend, you're not getting in. Oh my God. But I did buy Matt a little present from there. She got me a coast. She got got me an ashtray. And I felt good about having a Schwartz and Sandy's ashtray because I can be like lighten up my little... Your little doobie. My little doober. <laughs> um, I mean, Chick-fil-A is a perfect example. 
Yeah, you know, no. I've stopped eating it. I really have. You need to walk that back, honey. You're telling me to stand down? Yeah, you stand need to down. back off. You need I to just love, I love it. There was a time when Bowen and I would go downtown LA to record old episodes of Lost Culture when we were still over at Forever Dog and they had an office down there. And Bowen would get a devilish, little feverish look in his eye and he would say, Not let's feverish. go to Chick-fil-A. And I would say, no, get no. out of here. We would have a tussle in the street. We would <laughs> get physical with each other. I was here fighting. Chick-fil-A is, like, unfortunately, very good. And it wouldn't be in the conversation if it was bad. Do you know correct. what I'm saying? Correct. 100%. And they say that about a lot of things. But you know what's weird that I still have never been able to get behind? Yeah, the what? square burger patties at Wendy's. I just think that's a nice, that's a nice little novelty. It's a way to like distinguish the brand. But do you, how do you feel about a square burger? Honey, it's more surface area. It's more beef. I guess that's true. Oh, I didn't think about do it Do like you that. feel that it should be on sand, on like a bun also square? No. Because the shape of a burger is round, just like how Charlie Bardet tweeted, when people put soup in a square Tupperware, that is not right. It should be round. It should be a circle, which is the shape of soup. Yeah, soup yes. is a circle. Soup and is a circle. That's actually rule of culture number 83. Soup, <laughs> soup is a circle. Soup is a circle. credit to that. Charlie Bardet. You know, you like, know, it's... We walked past Nando's earlier. I thought uh-huh. Nando's was great cuisine. It depends. You like Nando's, though. You've had Nando's in London. I went, Matt Whitaker and I went when we were in London, and the way he was acting about it was like, well, we have to go to Nando's if we want quality chicken. Mm -hmm. And so then we sat down and ate it, and I thought it was great. I walked by Nando's earlier with Greta because we're literally (laughs) searching far and wide for literally one bite of decent food. Literally searching, searching. It's that bad. Like, it was like... Uh, f- looking for fucking uh, the, the Scientology woman trying to find a vegetable in this goddamn oh. town. Looking for a pot of Shelly Miscavige. You can <laughs> you can find Shelly Miscavige easier in this town than a fucking piece of broccoli. I'll tell you that right now. So we're walking past Nando's and I go, oh my God, Nando's. That's really good. And Greta looks at me and goes, yeah, if you like 7-Eleven. Greta. <laughs> <laughs> She's such a bitch. She's a bitch. slag. Oh my god, I am such a I'm a slag. She's bitch. a bitchy slag. I'm a bitchy slag. And honestly, put that on my fucking tombstone. <laughs> I am a, a bitchy, bitchy slag. Bitchy slag. I think I think people in the UK have love better, Nando's. Well, they they love Nando's, but I'm saying they have better curses. <laughs> Oh, oh absolutely. Yeah. They call each other a cunt. And oh. it's sort of like so yeah. playful. Well, I say cunt in my show. And my, my producer out here was like, you know, we actually say cunt all the time. <laughs> they do. They do. Like, I know. And they know that Americans hate it. What? Why do Americans hate it? I wonder. Because Americans are fucking prude. They're so uptight. But actually, I will say... This is going to be really controversial, what I'm yes, about say to it. say. Good, say it. say it here. We need the clicks. I I will say, being, and I felt this way even when I, I love London, okay? I love the city. Yes, obsessed. love the town. But I felt this way even when I was there for like January and February, and I really feel this way being in Scotland. I am proud to be an American. Europe has a thing about it, and I think every other continent in a way. Where after a while you go, take me back to the States. You know, and I'm just like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm a loud American whore. Well, Greta's okay. been, Greta, Greta, Greta was screaming on the streets earlier, where's Kate? 
I want ketchup! Oh! I'm such a whore for this stuff. I'm a whore! I'm a fucking whore! Fuck you! I want some ketchup for my French fries! No, freedom no, no, fries. for my freedom fries! Yeah, yeah. Freedom like, fries. Where's the ketchup for my freedom yeah. fries, bitch? Yeah. yeah. Right, yeah. right. Matt, exactly. do you agree with this? I'm so agree? proud to be an American, man. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Let me yeah, tell you something. Patriotism is back, and it's not just for the right. I think the left should embrace patriotism, really reclaim it. I think that if the left embraced patriotism, we'd be in a better place. I, I agree. Look, we're fucked up. We are fucked and up. What family is it? And what family isn't? And what family isn't? And what family isn't? That's a rule of exactly. culture. Exactly. Number 57. America? Yeah. We're fucked we're up. We're fucked up. But what but family what isn't? family isn't? <laughs> now... <laughs> That's really good. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. When it comes to travel, we all have that happy place. Whether it's the beach, ski slopes, couples getaway, or even a visit to that best friend you haven't seen in way too long, Matt. And Priceline wants to get you there for a happy price so you never have to miss a trip. Now, we all know we love to vacation together. We have various happy places. We love to go to Orlando, Florida. We love to go to Las Vegas, Nevada. We love to go to a beach anywhere. We love to go to Europe. But when we have truly traveled the world globally and domestically. My happy place is with my sister in any of those locations he just listed. And now, thanks to Priceline's VIP family feature, you can go to your happy place more often while earning deals up to five times faster with a group. When one person from the squad travels, everyone gets more deals, and you can even choose your own crew. It doesn't have to be your actual family. It could be your neighbor, your roommate, your mailman, anyone. The more you travel, the more you save. For me, I'm choosing Matt Rogers. I'm choosing producer Becca. Yeah. We're all going together, the Lost Coach family. So download the Priceline app today to save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your happy place with Priceline. Hey, everybody. During the break, let's quickly talk about a couple things that are important to most people I know comfort and style. Crocs, classic clogs, and sandals have both covered. And when we're talking about style, we mean personal style. There's just so many colors and so many gibbets charms. You can dress up your Crocs to match your mood and to match your personality and to fit the occasion. I mean, ultimately, you can stand out from the crowd in a way that only you can because it's your personal style. And now let's talk about comfort. You know, it doesn't get better than the Crocs clogs and sandals when it comes to being comfortable. Style and comfort are usually a trade-off, but here they're a package deal. It's like you have cushions on your feet. Soft, stylish, personalized, colorful cushions. So why wait? Head over to Crocs.com today and experience the comfort and style of Crocs classic clogs and sandals for yourself. Your feet will thank you. Now, I remember the day, just to go back to cunt, I remember the day <laughs> just where to go back to it, cunt. it was the sixth grade and at lunch, it was like 
somehow the word had gotten in, had broken in to the other kids at lunch. And they were like, we just found out about the worst word you can possibly say. And Mm -hmm. I was like, what? Is it the F word? They go, it's worse than the F word. I go, really? (laughs) What? What could it be? They're like, if you call someone this, you're dead. You like go have, to jail. Yeah. Well, they were like, they have the right to fucking beat the shit out of you if you call them, <laughs> if you call them this. I was like, oh my God, tell me, I need to know now. Yeah. And then when I found out what it was, I said, that's just a sound. <laughs> not not to reduce it to that, you know, but it's like, I was like, cunt? I guess it mm-hmm. does linguistically have a tough, it's fricative, it ends on, it starts on a cut, it ends on a tuh. Like, yeah. it does sound weird coming out the mouth. But why do Americans have an issue with it and not Brits? And Aussies, I would well, assume. I genuinely <laughs> have no idea. I'm sorry. I just, well, I just wanted to put it to the to the group. You know, you, Here's you my question. Do you remember, both, obviously, both of you, when you first started incorporating curse words into your vocabulary? I got in trouble for it in kindergarten. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh my god! I got in trouble for it. Um, the th- first month of school in America. Really? Yeah. Wait, hold yeah. on. I need to know what you said, and I need to know what. Okay, I need to Matt, know both you go, of you. Matt, you go first. So I was in kindergarten, which means I was five, and for some reason, I became fixated on using three words and doing one hand gesture. The words were "damn," "hell," and "ass." <laughs> What was the hand gesture? It was the middle finger. Oh, I, my I just God. Couldn't, I couldn't wrap my head around stopping doing it. Like, someone would act out to me in kindergarten. Like, we'd get into, like, a squabble or something. Like, I don't know. Like, so, like the, uh, we both wanted to use the fucking blue crayon or something. And I would just go and stick Matt. my middle finger right in the <laughs> face. And then, of course, they all tattled on me. They all ran to Mrs. Smith, yeah. my ancient teacher. And she was like, Matthew, you have to stop doing that. And I would say, damn you, damn, damn, damn. And I would say, oh, hell, hell. This is hell. And I would say, my ass, like, this hurts my ass. Like, kiss my ass. I was just saying things like that at five years old. Uh, Terrifying. I could find pictures of me at five. Just imagine this little boy just like, using profane I bet it was hilarious. I bet it was so so funny. So then my my teacher fucking nailed me with this one. She sent, she she wrote a note and she said, Matthew, this is a note about how good you're doing in class. Give this to your parents when you get home. Oh, she I didn't got even you. read it. I gave it, I literally handed my own like fucking death certificate to my parents who read it back to me. I'll never forget my stay set. It's one of my earliest memories. They sat me down on the bed in my room and they looked at me and they were so disappointed and they read the note. And I remember my dad goes, Matthew has been using the words damn hell and (laughs) A-S-S. Couldn't even say it. He spelled out ass. And then he goes, and he has been using the middle finger. (laughs) And I, and you know, I was in trouble. You want to know what my punishment was? My my mother said, "You know what? You're punished." punished. That was punishment. That was she. She. I wasn't allowed to turn on the radio for a week. Wow! Oh my god! That's intense. You know, I carried on. (laughs) I said, "I said, well, where the fuck do you think I learned it, you slags?" (laughs) Yeah. And they said, "You better watch your tone, Mister." Yeah. I said, "I said, you bitches better beware." 
Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Bro, and what happened when you were an eight-year-old uh transplant yeah. immigrant, really? Immigrant. Well, it's not really quite as dramatic, but it was recess. We were playing Foursquare. I think a ball was does Foursquare have balls in it? Yes. So then like someone one ball. Like, one ball. <laughs> someone like tossed or or you know, slapped the ball in my direction and it hit me in the rear. In the rear. And I said, you hit my ass. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just I being anatomically. Just dramatic. No, I, well, I was being anatomically <laughs> correct. But and then, of course, these fucking kids like tattled. On. What is with. Ugh. I, the psychology of a tattle tattling. Is I, never I, I never got it. I never got it. Never got it. It doesn't make you look cool. No. And. Honestly, it makes you look lame to your teachers. Like, if I was a teacher and a tattle came up to me, I would be like, honey, you look bad. Narc. You are a, you're a fucking narc, you yeah. little bitch. Yeah. Get out my I face. Get out, I would up actually, out my face. I would actually face, call boy. a parent. I would call a parent and I would say, hey, guess what? You have a kid that's a tattle. So... What happened then? Do they tattle on you? I went and to what the, happens? I went to the principal's office. Not and I the didn't principal. What did they do? It was just the principal was... I didn't realize what a big deal this was. Like, in Canada, like, no one really went to the principal's office, I guess. Yeah. But like, I went to the principal's office, and then she was just like, you can't be saying these words, and we're going to have to... I think they, I, my parents also got a note. But then <sighs> my, parents, my parents were like, what? Like, they, like, didn't really care, didn't really get it. Um, but it was a rude awakening. I said, oh, America, America has a problem. Mm-hmm. I was eight years old and I thought that. Mm-hmm. You knew that the, our culture was stunted. Yes. Yes. Well, you have to understand, and I keep saying this, like I moved to Colorado right after Monica Lewinsky, JonBenet mm-hmm. Ramsey, and Columbine. Mm-hmm. So I'm over here as a child going, America is fucked up. And where oh, I'm yeah. going is the state where people get killed. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not. I'm not even joking. Like I was like, this is a bad place. I last night at my show. Yeah, this was wild. My Uh-oh. show. Well, wait, really quickly. Not that anyone asked, but the first time I got busted doing anything cursed adjacent, I was flicking off my French <laughs> au pair, and I would. And Greta, I would t- that whenever. <laughs> I, whenever she would turn her back to me, I would just go both. Oh, I would do both, and I beautiful. hated her. Her name, her name was Olivia, and I fucking hated her. It's not and even I would a French double, name. Bitch. I know, and I would do double flicks, and I would crawl. <laughs> I would cross them like an X. Why don't and, people do that? That looks chic. Crossing the middle finger. <laughs> There's and, nothing like just giving up. Yeah, it's so good. Because I, my mom loved to give people the finger. Like when yeah. we were in the car, always giving people the finger. I love giving the finger too. It's I love powerful. I'll never forget the first time I heard my mom say fuck. It was because we were in the car and there was like a, a traffic thing. And it was like involuntary. She was like, what the fuck? And I was just like, <gasps> and I remember I got all right just about it. I was like, I can't believe you would use that language and i remember i fl- I, I was like seven and i was just like i was probably just like trying out being dramatic but i was like right. we got home i slammed the door i was like i don't want to talk to you you are marred in my eyes like you forget it mom like i it's thought you were one person innocence. and you are not 
And then I remember one time we were out to dinner at TGI Fridays. My dad, my dad, my mom, my sister, I, and two other families. And the guys were like, you know, knocking back beers at TGI Fridays like you do in yeah. the suburbs. And they said fuck a lot loud at the dinner table. And I called a family meeting when I got home. I called a family meeting with the four of us. Mm-hmm. I sat everyone down. I said it was so disgusting, the <laughs> language that was used. Tonight at TGI Fridays. What I saw tonight was not my family. And I don't want to be associated with that type of language. And I know what it is. It's Uncle George. He's a bad influence on you. And I see you going down the drain. I see you dwindling. And the if I behavior, hear the word... The behavior that I witnessed... Was Uncle George-like. Was Uncle George-like. Uncle George-like. The Uncle George, Uncle George jumped out. And then I jumped back in. Again. <laughs> That I'll is never so dramatic. It. I just wanted to run the show. I just wanted to like call a meeting, sit everyone yeah. down and be like, look at me when I talk. <laughs> I yeah. mean, I used to hold my parents' friends hostage after dinner parties and make them watch me dance in our living room to yes. Back in the USSR by the Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Bone was a performer. I was, um, I'm not really. Was Yang performing? And were you the special sidekick? What I remember is one day we had a video cassette recorder mm-hmm. and Yang would just like improvise little sketches and talk shows and we would just record each other on the cassette player and we would like speed oh, it yeah. up and get, give ourselves chipmunk voice. <laughs> and she really like ran the show in that way. But we, we were more about, it's so funny, we were only about the audio and not necessarily about the visual. Very podcast <laughs> huh. good. Very. Very that was when that, oh. you, we should have known then you'd be a podcaster. That's right. A critically acclaimed. Critically acclaimed. Wait, last night at my show, uh, oh, this, at the yeah. very end of my show, my tech like got on the microphone and was like, I'm so sorry to abruptly end the show like this, but we it's been an emergency evacuation and we all need to evacuate the building now. Literally, she wow. had just finished her last song that was probably two and a half minutes yes. left in the show. And he, he was like, we have to evacuate. And me, an American. And uh, you both on, of us. We were like, oh, there's a, for sure a gun. Like, Active yeah. shooter. No worries, get oh your stuff. Be leisurely about it. This is what happened. But when we were walking out, uh, I overheard someone being like, I wonder what happened. Somebody probably got sick. And I was like, wow. wow. Yeah, that, that, we're, is, that we're like, it's we're all getting gunned it's down. A gun. That's like the, uh, yeah. Yeah, 100%. like um, our mind immediately was like, oh, that's and it. The Scottish women are like, someone's probably yeah, sick. Someone's probably a little <laughs> sick. Someone, someone probably fell ill. Yeah, someone probably <laughs> fell ill and got overheated. Uh, oh, you know, show. there's some drunk people outside. Someone yeah. probably spilt a beverage. Yeah. Evacuate the premises. Oh, yeah. Ow. Ow. Wow. I mean, that that sounds nice. I would trade that for anything in America. 100%. But I think it was just our ingrained feeling of being like, the second we hear emergency evacuation, it's like either truly like, you know, airborne chemical warfare in my mind (laughs) or like a gun. Airborne chemical warfare. Airborne chemical warfare. Oh, don't even get me started, honey. I have, I have been so low. I've had so many highs and lows here and in my lows because there is no, like, you know, we, we have Netflix and then like Amazon and you know what I've started watching and I'm on season two already. Jack Ryan. Okay. Starring. John Krasinski. John Krasinski. That's barely culture. It's not culture, I would say. Mm-mm. I would say it's How? not culture, except for uh, what's her face? 
I don't even Numi know. Numirapasato. Oh, Numirapaj. 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 Yeah, I'm obsessed. Because in every single thing Numirapaj is in, it's always like, like John Krasinski hits on her in this way of being like, <laughs> he's like, hey, I overheard you speaking English, French, and, and Italian. And she just looks at him and she goes, and Swedish. <laughs> I mean, come on. evolving. She's cracking up at, at that. I'm just like, what is this? What is this writing? She brings it up out of nowhere. So she goes, you know who's such a weird actress? Numi, Numi. Rapage. I was like, okay. <laughs> I didn't say she weird. Is. I said... You said interesting. Interesting. Okay. Well, interesting. Synonyms. Well, I think we're the first people to talk about Numi in decades. Yeah, because she had a moment when she was girl with the dragon tattoo. And right. don't forget, she was the star of Prometheus, one of my... No one knows this, but it's one of my favorite films. Is that culture? Oh. 100% culture. Prometheus is culture, absolutely. Yeah. Anything where Charlize Theron has like like a cunty haircut and she's the villain and she gets to run away from a crashing building and gets crushed by a building. Well, That's culture to me. Well, is culture not John Krasinski playing a very questionable CIA agent fucking Abby Cornish? Uh, Who see, is Abby Cornish? That is D-list city. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. I'll tell you who Abby Cornish is. Abby Cornish is allegedly the girl that Ryan Phillippe left Reese Witherspoon for. Yeah. That's probably her biggest claim to fame. She was in the Bright Star movie. Sad. It's sad to have your fame be somewhat like two degrees away from Reese still. Mm-hmm. And Ryan, we love Ryan, obviously, but we he, he really Ryan. did Reese dirty. Yeah. He did. But Ryan... I, I I love Ryan. I don't know. Did they do each other dirty? I don't I don't know if it was confirmed that there I was a like cheating so thing. I think young. they just didn't work out because they were so we were young. Very they young. were like six and seven when they had their yeah, first. Yeah, they were so young. I mean, Reese was pregnant <laughs> in Cruel Intentions. <laughs> what? I think no, they she met wasn't. on Cruel Intentions. Yes, she was pregnant in the scene in with the his baby? pool with his baby. She is pregnant in the scene in the pool with his baby. She is in a one piece and she is pregnant in that movie. Reese Witherspoon in a pool is powerful because that, that, it's in Legally Blonde too. Yeah, during the oh, admissions yeah. video. Yeah, it's so good. They're saying that had she gotten in the pool in Morning Show season two, though, that would have been her Emmy. By the way, did you see the trailer <laughs> for Morning Show season three? I did not. Should I watch it now? I didn't. Yeah, why don't you watch it right now? Okay, okay, okay. Okay, so Bowen is going to pull up the trailer for Morning Show Season 3. I have not seen a full episode of this program. That's okay. And, I have never and seen And I want you to know, it's it's two people's favorite show. Me and Greta's husband, Abe Schwartz. This is true. Yes. And it's our favorite show. And the readers know that I come on this podcast every week and I give a morning show update. And I don't know if the show is as good as my updates, but it's at least close. And I oh, no, always the tell are people so much better. Please give this show a chance. Like, is it a comedy? Is it a drama? The answer is no. It exists in its own tone. It exists in its own like sort of genre. It's really it's God. really wild. Greta Lee, they gave Greta Lee a terrible haircut. They gave her they a give terrible haircut and a haircut bigger haircut. Everyone has a bad show. haircut. Yeah. Okay. I've, I've, right, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna watch. And if you can play it out loud, play it out loud. Can you hear it? No, no. it's okay. All right. So while he's watching, I found this at a charity shop here, what? and get this. 
I'm, I'm reading it. It's so funny. <gasps> oh, my God. Did she sign yeah. this? Oh, my God. Okay, so while Bowen is watching the morning show season three trailer, I'm going to tell you, Greta just pulled out this, what is this, Joan Rivers' autobiography? Is, uh, one of Joan Rivers' books. One of Joan Rivers' books. And she found it at, what, a charity shop yeah. here in Edinburgh? Yeah. Open up the front cover. Signed. It's signed to Lorraine from the Botox Clinic staff. Love, Joan. <laughs> wow. Cracking jokes here in Edinburgh. She is so funny. This first chapter is so deeply funny. And this is just something you can buy? Like something that's signed by Joan? Read, like what, how much was this? Three pounds. Read this what? sentence. Every 10 seconds in America, someone turns 50. And too many of these people think it is time to call Dr. Kevorkian, the only doctor who still makes house calls. <laughs> I don't actually get it. What, what is the, what, are you, what are you guys looking at? Chobo. Okay, so I was at a charity shop with Ruby, and we found this Joan Rivers book. Don't, Don't count the candles. Count the candles. Just keep the fire lit. Okay. Oh my God. <laughs> it is a signed, it's signed. book. To it Lorraine. says to Lorraine from the Botox, the Botox Clinic, Clinic staff, staff. Joan, okay. and. It is really laugh out loud funny. This bitch is so... Let, let me read you the first sentence. Are you ready? Let me say straight off, aging sucks. I'm Hilarious. Hooked. Oh my I'm God, hooked. I'm hooked. I'm in. But I don't in. understand the doctor. I don't understand the Dr. Kevorkian Yeah, what's joke? the Dr. Kevorkian thing? Well, he makes Dr. House Kevorkian, calls. he makes... Ho- like he would, if you wanted to, he, he would come he, to he your house. He kills you? Yes, I don't, at your house. I don't know that was home. part of it. Oh, I, yeah, well, I, I thought he did it. Who at the is Doctor Kevorkian? What? We don't know. Doctor Kevorkian was dubbed "quote Doctor Death." Okay, my mom had a stalker when she was working in the Pennsylvania government, and he wrote up a fake Doctor Kevorkian death certificate for my mom. Isn't that fucked up? Anyway, oh, that's well, scary. Doctor Kevorkian was like he was way ahead of his time. Euthanasia. Euthanasia. If you oh. were if you were dying, if you had a terminal illness, a degenerative disease, whatever, you could call him and he would come take care correct. of it. Okay, so what she's saying is, when people turn fifty, they think their life is over. Yeah. Okay, great. But you know, um, there were a couple of Grey's Anatomy quotes where someone, you know, George just killed someone in the OR. They'd be like paging Doctor Kevorkian, and then they. I got it. Got it. Got it. Okay, so now that you've made it a George O'Malley thing, Grace. I can understand it. What is your review of the Morning Show season three trailer? Um. I'm intrigued. What is John Hamm's role? No one knows yet. Oh, okay. They make a big deal out of him being interviewed. And I, it's, it's what is the last show that depicted New York City in an accurate, honest way? Because it's like, and just like that is pure fantasy at this point. I feel like this is also a fantasy version of New York. I'm trying to think of like the last show to really show New York. I mean... Girls. That's really tough. Was, was it girls? Say that. Yeah. Girls or. Uh... Mm. I think, well, by hmm. the way, I, just, I, I do just want to say I actually stopped watching and just like that, I can't do it. Really? No, I I can't even do it as like, it, it's not. It's not fun enough. You missed Rosemary Duet. Did I? Yeah. Okay. It is tough. Like, the show is tough, but when you yeah. watch it from just... When you watch it and you're like, okay, I'm watching something that's purely camp, like, that's kind of the no. only way you can get through it. I don't... Because I watched the first season like that, and I don't think it's good. I, do, I think it's bad. These people are even 
looking at the shot, it, I mean, the city view outside is clearly a backdrop, no problem, right? Mm-hmm. But it's it literally you see it hit the floor of the soundstage, and then the, the <laughs> oh, is that true? Yes, yes, when? and I, I implore all readers, Katie's publicist finalists, watch the most recent episode where you know Aiden and Carrie are like in, in Che's apartment, just like flirting or whatever. There, you if you look at the city view, it hits the floor, and you see gray concrete. I'm going. These the people who make the show don't give a fuck. No, well, you that's know, you very know what? Clear. Nothing grinds my gears more than the fact that Charlotte and Harry sleep in a full size bed. <laughs> is that uh, true? Yes, their bed is small. It is un. To me, that is the most unbelievable thing about the show. Wow. I'm saying, hold the horn. You're telling yeah. me that Charlotte, <laughs> who is supposed to live in a massive Upper East Side luxury apartment, uh-huh. is in a full with her <laughs> husband? <sighs> You're smoking grass. Crack. Oh, yes. I said crack. You're smoking crack, really, yeah. is what you're what crack you're on. Grass. You're on reefer and crack. Because <laughs> that is just not true. And also, that you know what is else isn't true? true? Miranda sleeping in like a twin XL sound booth at her friend's house. I say, girl, get it together. <laughs> <Yeah>. You're embarrassing. <laughs> What are they trying to do? I think they're trying to do something there by putting all of, like, by putting Miranda, Carrie, and Charlotte in, like, small beds. Because Carrie's back in the old apartment in her old bed, which is also Don't believe it for a second. Do not believe it for a second. These women, these women have tasted the highest heights and the most rarefied air. They, They would not put up with this. Also, the show is supposed to be aspirational. Yeah. Show me a bed I long for. Show me a bed. Show me a Hastings mattress with frette sheets. Frette. Give us frette. What's going on? You uh, are giving, you are, uh, the, the duvet in Carrie's apartment is actually from Anthropology college. Home. It's giving dorm. <laughs> it's giving Anthropology Home and dorm. Anthropology Home. It's Anthropology Home and it's, it's offensive. I had a, I had better taste in my studio on 23rd and 7th Avenue in 2009. Okay. Okay. Well, here's the thing. I don't see a world in which it gets renewed. And I think this is really the, the so last. Either. This is the last of these women we're ever going to get, which is really sad to me. I agree because I don't think that they would have brought in Samantha for this, you know, thirty-second phone call that we're right. going to see, because they can't, they cannot tease us with the notion of Samantha and then have us not get her for a third season. Like, if there is going exactly. to be a third season. I actually need Kim Cattrall to... I actually just want it to be about her in London, honestly, if we're supposed to believe that's what her life is. Oh, my God. Loud American whore slap in, in London. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Publicist energy. It's so, like, oh. You know what, though? You know what's one thing? It's like, thank God Samantha isn't on and just like that because what would they do to her? What would they, if they've ruined all these characters this much, and I hate saying it, but like, yeah, what would they have done to Samantha? I guess we'll find out. I wonder if in the 30 second phone call, they're able to desecrate Samantha Jones. 
I'm don't put it past them. I mean, don't put it past them. There's something cuckoo crazy about it's sad. like I'm the sad. Whole I'm thing. bummed out talking about this. No, it, that's the thing is, it's like even the first season wasn't like it wasn't Sex in the City, but at least you could talk about it in like insane ways. Now it's just like the even the Carrie and Aiden stuff. It's like I just. What exactly are they saying right. about Carrie? Like, like I don't know. It, is it that, like, she's falling back into another fantasy? Is it, like, are we supposed to think, like, that Big was actually this, like, thing that she made a mistake about years ago? Like, or is she about to learn a new lesson? Well, it's just, unclear. Thematically, I, don't, I just can't find it. Right. I also don't understand how she can, like verbalize out loud was big a big mistake and then like we just never investigate that further yeah well i feel like what's being telegraphed so clearly and obviously is that like something goes wrong between her and aiden because so far there's been no conflict there's been no hardship um or maybe they are Maybe they are just ending the show and we are just ending the show with oh now carrie and aiden move in together and that's it doesn't that feel sacrilegious, though? Yes, yeah. it feels sacrilegious. The whole thing feels sacrilegious. Also, like, since when has Carrie... I mean, I know that Carrie was always a prude, but her whole thing was writing about sex, sex. and love and romance and stuff, and her now being like, oh, like, don't talk about it. Oh, God, don't tell me. Like, I was like, what? But then she was at lunch and said the word come. I was like, you guys are crazy. Right. I was like, make a decision about who this woman is. She's either... The a woman that can no longer talk about anything sexual. She can't even talk about a vagina. I'm sorry, but right. make a decision about who she is. She's one of the most well-defined characters in the pop culture She's lexicon. She's an icon. Why are we even having this conversation? Like, it's one thing for characters to, like, morph and change over time, but, like, she doesn't... None of them seem like themselves, except, I guess... She, Charlotte? Charlotte, but no, she's Charlotte. not sleeping in a full. Charlotte's not <laughs> sleeping in a full. Charlotte wouldn't have fucked a guy in a full. Let Period. alone, like, let that be her wedding bed. <laughs> <laughs> You're so, you guys are so right. Like, these women would not tolerate a full-size bed or a twin in a fucking recording studio room. Also, you know what, honey? Please, like, show me the Hamptons house. Like, one Mm. of you has to have Mm -hmm. one. Mm -hmm. One of you has to have one. And by the way, I don't want to see Seema and Carrie doing a timeshare. Well, you're not going to now. Okay, that was one thing I liked. One thing I liked was Seema being like, I need space from you because you make me feel bad. I loved that. Loved that scene. Yeah, but I'm also going why? Because literally, Carrie's like this. The episode two episodes ago, the, the episode ends on Carrie like leaving her apartment and going, and just like that, I went to meet you know Aiden's kids or whatever the fuck in Virginia. Cut to the next episode. We're back in New York, which maybe it's like a New York show, and that's why we don't see it. But I'm like, take us somewhere a little bit more provincial, like why not or pastoral or whatever. One of the most iconic episodes was LA, uh, this going. LA and also her going to Aiden's city girl in the woods. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Right, 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 right. She goes to his like cabin and she freaks out and Samantha fucks like the Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Is it just a budget thing? Do we think it's just budget? 
how can it possibly be, right? Like, I, I mean, just don't know. I mean, I feel like they blow a lot of the budget on the fashion. Uh-huh. Um, what fashion? Well, ooh, 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 I mean... Hmm. <laughs> Who? Which character's wearing fashion? LTW? I have news for you. There's difference between costume and fashion. My girl is still living on Sesame Street. Yeah, it's... It's still I've Sesame seen Street. Big Bird come out in things that could be the Met Gala compared to what LTW looks like. <laughs> wow. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. Hey, everybody. During the break, let's quickly talk about a couple things that are important to most people I know. Comfort and style. Crocs Classic Clogs and Sandals have both covered. And when we're talking about style, we mean personal style. There's just so many colors and so many gibbets charms. You can dress up your Crocs to match your mood and to match your personality and to fit the occasion. I mean, ultimately, you can stand out from the crowd in a way that only you can because it's your personal style. And now let's talk about comfort. You know, it doesn't get better than the Crocs clogs and sandals when it comes to being comfortable. Style and comfort are usually a trade-off, but here they're a package deal. It's like you have cushions on your feet. Soft, stylish, personalized, colorful cushions. So why wait? Head over to Crocs.com today and experience the comfort and style of Crocs classic clogs and sandals for yourself. Your feet will thank you. Well, spring is in full bloom. Are your finances blooming too? With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa credit card, it's easy to start building credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments with no annual fees or interest. And if your credit scores grow, so could your opportunities for lower rates on loans, like for a car or a home. You know what I love about the Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card? What? There are no annual fees, interest, or credit checks to apply. Yes! You can use it everywhere Visa credit cards are accepted. Take back your finances. Build credit using your own money. Yeah. Did you know that with Chime Credit Builder that you can get paid up to two days early with direct deposit? I did. You can also overdraft up to $200 without fees with SpotMe when you set up a qualifying direct deposit. Just set up a qualifying direct deposit, sign up for SpotMe, and Chime will spot you up to your limit when you make a credit card purchase or cash withdrawal that exceeds your balance. With Chime's secure credit card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started today at Chime.com forward slash culturistas. That's Chime.com. Dot com forward slash culturistas. Chime. Feels like progress. The Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card is issued by the Bancorp Bank NA or Stride Bank NA members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Out of network ATM withdrawal and OTC advance fees may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to chime.com slash disclosures for details. Wait, Bowen, are you drinking one of my all-time top five favorite beverages, triple X vitamin water? I asked my sister if she had Gatorade. Because I need electrolytes, I need hydration. And she said, I have triple X, vitamin water. Yes, she does. Dragon fruit, dragon fruit. I haven't had this since high school and I'm loving it. It is a 
treat and a half. Vitamin water goes down as one of the, my most favorite inventions. I liked the dragon fruit a lot. <laughs> yeah, I have a joke in my show about vitamin you water. Do. Oh my god! Let's talk about vitamin water for a second because do you I all remember? To. Do y'all remember when vitamin water stepped onto the world stage? Because it, it was, was a moment. Yes, it honestly changed culture. Vitamin Absolutely. water, I will say, changed culture. Because guess what? You're going. You're reading the labels. You're laughing out loud. Going, who yeah. wrote this? This is so funny. Yeah, I think Tina Fey. Tina Fey. <laughs> <laughs> I think Tina Fey did the I copy think, for vitamin. I think Fifty uh-huh. Cent reached out to Ms. Fey and said, "Hey, Mama, uh, love your jokes." Wait, does Fifty Cent own Vitamin Water? Yeah, it was his. He, I think he he was an investor in Vitamin Water. It was like oh a my vitamin. God. He was he Curtis. Was Curtis. Curtis. Hmm. <laughs> Curtis. Now, what really rocked my world was the lemonade. Oh, everyone freaked it for the lemonade. (laughs) Everyone freaked it for the lemonade, too, because you could, it was delicious with a splash of, one might say, very inexpensive vodka. You're so right. Oh, Mm -hmm. my God. We grew up in a really interesting time. Oh, we did. did. We really did. Sorry, Greta, were you going to say something? No, I was just going to say 2005, kind of the year of vitamin water in many ways. The year of vitamin water, the year of Mike's Hard Lemonade, the year of... I Smirnoff mean, Ice. Smirnoff for loco. Ice. For, lo- for that, loco. For loco was 2010. Was I would say Sparks. Do <laughs> you remember Sparks? That was out in 2004. Hey, for, I just want to say, forget what I said about the For Loco, because that was later. That yeah, was yeah, yeah, that's 2010. Okay. That's so I was okay. wrong. I think Sparks is Well, we is had to correct now. you. What, what no, is Sparks? No, you did. Sparks was. I think a, Sparks is illegal. It is. I think Four Loco is illegal. Sparks is legal. Four Loco in their new their new iteration. The new is formulation legal, is different. Sparks was literally a Red Bull mixed with malt liquor, <laughs> and it was crazy. And I used to hide. Curtis. I used to hide cans. I had a hat box in my room growing up, and I used to hide cans of Sparks in my hat box. <laughs> Wait, Greta said. Greta showed me the most fucked up stupid picture of her with four modellos taped to her body <laughs> under a maxi dress so you? she could sneak into Madison Square Garden to see what artist. I think Billy I Joel. was going to uh, no I think I was actually going to a hockey game at the <laughs> Jesus. time. Jesus. <laughs> so you snuggled in the modello? I did. I can show you the pic. I'll send we, it to Honestly, you. that should be the photo for the episode this week. I'll send okay. it to you. It's okay. really good. Yeah, um, we need it. Yeah. I, I remember my mom found my sparks. And <laughs> my mom takes it out. My mom just goes, what the fuck is this? And I explained it to her. And she looked at me and she was like, there's something really wrong with you. And then just put it back in the hat box. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Do you think she should have punished you more? No, she was <laughs> she was over it. She was just like I was telling Matt. We were talking this about things. Funny. We we're talking about things our moms would say this morning, and yeah. my mom would always just be like, "Enough with me." Enough. She'd yeah. Like, Enough. Greta said that basically Maria's "I don't think so, honey." Yeah. Would be y'all with all your milks. Yeah. <laughs> <gasps> Explain. She this. would not tolerate the milks. No, she would just be like, this is enough. This is so fucking crazy. She would uh, yeah. say, drink, drink skim milk like a lady. <laughs> <laughs> or don't have any milk at all. Take it black. Take it black. 
I think we are at critical match with milk. Like, I, there's no need for a new kind of milk. I think there's no. there's a milk for every occasion. It also, it gets embarrassing. Like, imagine, I mean, they make it, but it's like going out being like, can I get the, can I get a pistachio almond milk latte? Like, grow up. Grow up. Although, Starbucks matcha latte with coconut milk is heaven. You but feel like me- you're on an island. He wants an coconut milk. That's what he's doing. He <laughs> no, no, no. I, I'm bad. just saying I love it. I would like to say up. coconut milk has been around for a very, 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 very long time. Yes, coconut yes. milk is not new. We You're saying the newer girls. Milk. I'm saying the newer girls. I'm saying the macadamia nut girls. I'm saying hemp seed girls. I'm saying pumpkin seed milk. I'm saying pistachio milk. I'm saying it's like... Come on. Pumpkin seed? <laughs> I've yes. never heard of that before. Would they had it at Irving... Um, Irving wrote, Plaza? Or, Ir- Irving, no, the Irving Farm. Irving Farm. Yeah, they had it there. That sounds like it takes a million, a million dollars to make. It to does. To fucking condense the pumpkin seed into milk. Worse than almond milk. It's, it's probably The energy expenditure is probably crazy. You're right. I, Maria, Maria is right. And you guys I'm, really are my two chic friends. You can talk about such interesting milks. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I do have a question for the choir. Yeah. Since this show is about culture. Do you feel that there... Likely story? Likely story. <laughs> Look. Do you feel that there is a perfect television show that didn't ever go wrong in seasons and seasons and seasons? Um. Yeah. Yeah. I think that pretty unimpeachable. I mean, for me, Mad Men was pretty unimpeachable. Mad Men, I'm going to say something kind of sure, like eye roll, but I have been getting back into Seinfeld and I'm like, God, mm. this is, this this works. Yeah, it's it timeless. Great. Yeah, it, it really is timeless. More recently, I don't know. Everything has, everything either goes on too long or like ruins itself. Did you, I didn't know that the four of them blocked themselves on Seinfeld. They oh, did their I love own. That. They they like would they would all walk on and like they walk into Jerry's apartment, and be like, okay, I think George would go here and like you know eat some cereal over here. Or he's just talking to Elaine. Elaine's sitting down on the couch. Like they were they were all just like so like we got this. Like the directors well, that's what makes it so magical. I know, I know. And then and like the the fact that the four of them are all from different backgrounds. Jerry from stand up. Um, you know Julia from sketch. Jason from theater, and I guess like um, Michael from. He's stand up. Character actor? Oh, he's a stand up? He was. Yeah, he yeah. was. Yeah. He was. Okay, great, great. I mean, but it's like they had such. It's so. It's such. That is like when casting was, ooh, perfect. Like you've mm. got, you got these four people exactly right. And mm-hmm. they carry the show together equally. And it's like, it's never one person over the other. Mm-hmm. Even like, well, back in the day, like the multi-cam of it all, when when some of those shows would really work, they would really oh, work. Yeah. Like Cheers, if you ever watch old Cheers, like Cheers like Heaven. really worked. Like say what you will about Friends, Friends really worked. I mean, Will and Grace. Will and Grace really, really worked. worked. Will and Grace Just really worked. Me. Just shoot mm. me. I loved. And me too. Freaking, um, but with Friends, it is like, yeah, say what you will. It is like they found six Mm-hmm. Hot people who mm-hmm. all were so fucking funny and believably friends. Like no problem. I'm watching. That's yeah. that. That's why it's a cultural phenomenon. I yeah. really feel like sometimes I do feel like I missed my calling, my era for multicam. 
Oh, you would have so been great. Ha- I feel so like great. I, I would have loved to do You could have been like Joey. Maybe. I think so. We would have all nailed... I'm sorry to say this, and this sounds so fucking stupid and, and masturbatory. We would have all nailed multicam. You nail multicam now, now Queen. Yeah, you but do. it's I it's I you want You're Emmy nominated multicam performer. No, 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 it's different. You are noted multi Emmy nominated multicam performer Bowen Yang. I want multicam where I'm playing a character. Yeah. We can do that. Let's do it. Let's pitch a show. <laughs> Two guys and a girl above a pizza parlor. Yes. If, we, if you if if the, if the three of us rebooted called. two guys and a girl and you don't think it two would go in a, a second, oh, you're deeply go. mistaken. Bidding war down. Yeah. Period. I mean, I always wanted to be on Boy Meets World. Like I always. Oh my god, to be loved it. Show. Loved it. And of course, I wanted to be Lizzie McGuire, but who didn't? Everyone wanted to be Lizzie. Everyone wanted to be Lizzie. I was Team Lindsay. Not that Lindsay was ever in the. You know, sitcom space, but it was the may he rest. It was the Aaron Carter kind of controversy right. between Hillary and Lindsay. Oh. And oh, right. You know, I I do have some piping hot TTT on the teens of that time. What? Not for well. The, I we, we can't share on the pod. pod. I don't think. I don't think oh we can share on the pod. It's like the horse but, scandal. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, can I ask one more question? Now now yes. I'm in control of the podcast now. Yes. Me and Ruby have been talking about this a lot. Ruby's my roommate here. Happy birthday, Ruby McAllister. Happy birthday, we love you, Ruby. An iconic Leo woman. A lioness. She mm-hmm. is one of the best we have. See her show, Tragedy, at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. Sorry, your question. Well, Ruby and I have been going back and forth on this. If you And these are like really dumb, big questions. But when we're trying to get our mind off of spiraling into extreme <laughs> existentialism, <laughs> we are just like, whatever. Right. If you had to pick a band, I mean, we're doing it by decade. So I'm okay. going to ask you, like, in a band from 2000 to 2010, okay. a band, a singer, whatever, that you could be. But I don't mean just on stage. I meant be in their life. Who would you have chosen <laughs> from that time? If I could be someone that was in a band during that time, yes. 2000 to 2010. Yes. You mean, like, if you could hang out with the band? No, like I am, I am Christina Aguilera. Who? Switchfoot. (laughs) (laughs) I was obsessed with Switchfoot. Aren't they Christian? Yeah, Yeah. they are Christian. Yeah. Tell you to move. But it was a walk to remember. It hooked me. And I was like, who is this singer? Beautiful voice. Beautiful voice. Truly gorgeous. I actually, I think I have my answer. Okay. So 2000 to 2010. Yeah. During this time, mm. a band that was cool and had a lot of potential. Maroon 5. And would, yeah. I wow. would be Adam Levine because <laughs> also in Adam Levine's straight body, guarantee he like, he was fucking models. He was just like. He's still fucking a model. Well, yes. But like at the time, he when he was like a single guy, yeah. he probably was like. But remember the Adam... Nailing it. And I remember the first time I ever saw him, the first time I ever saw Adam Levine, I think I was like 12 or 13, when I heard, first heard Harder to Breathe. Mm. And I said, who is singing this? I have to find out right now. I loved his voice. I thought it was Justin Timberlake. And then mm. I come to find out it was Adam Levine. Then I watched the This Love music video. Wow. I thought, he is so fucking hot. I was so into him. 
I would be him if I could go back. Yes, that is the perfect answer for Matt. Wasn't he like wearing suits back in the day? Like that era? He was. So their first album, Songs About Jane, was Songs About Jane. By the way, I would say one of the best albums from that decade. 100%. It it was so good. It won't be soon before long. Their second, they had a great sophomore album too. Yes, they did. It had that song, I won't go home without you. The really good. And I loved that. And I loved them. And then they, I think they just went like pop cringe, which like, say what you want. Like they, they, they cashed in on the ability to do that. Coldplay did did such a pop sound. Yeah. Yeah, They all did it, it, but they fully did it and then became, you know, Maroon 5. But back in the day, they really actually were cool. And he was so hot to me. Mm. I loved everything about him. I literally couldn't control myself Mm. when I saw him. I was like, that guy is my crush. Yeah. Yeah, they did SNL, they, and they sang. That was the first time I heard this love, and I was like, "This mm-hmm. song is amazing." Who is that mm-hmm. guy in a in a fucking suit? It was so funny, yeah. it's like unrecognizable. Yeah. That was the time when like a lot of those bands were doing the suit thing. Like, remember like the Vines? Remember like that whole genre of indie rock? Of- that was also Justin Timberlake doing tie, doing yeah. suit and tie, yes. literally suit and tie, branding himself what right. it was. Yes. But yeah, that was like guys were cool. Guys were cool. <laughs> I I, I would have also I would have also been I don't know if this counts, Greta, and we need to hear your answer. Okay. But I, I would have like loved to be like Sufjan Stevens in that era. Oh t- no, that that counts. Like like yeah. my pick is Karen O. I would have um, loved to have been Karen O. 2000 to 2010. Didn't, you, didn't we yes. think we saw her? We did. Wait, wait we did where were we? The, oh we my God. Street she was at Extra Dunner and we saw Karen O. And Matt kept on, I was freaking out. And Matt was She like, was being insane. She got up. We were we were at the table next to next I was to not them. being insane. You were. I, I have to tell you, you were being crazy. <laughs> oh, she gets up crazy. at the table Stop. and stands, she stands staring at this woman. And I. that's one cool thing about me is I'm so uncool. I don't know who Karen O is. Right. So Greta is staring at this woman. And I thought, do you have like a vendetta against this family? It was giving psycho killer. And then I'm it's like, Karen let's o. go. I drag her out and she goes, that was Karen O. I yeah. was like, oh. Yeah, I was like, Karen O, <laughs> well, I mean, still is. But of that time Legend. was... <laughs> no one was cooler than like, Karen O. No one was cooler than Karen O. Period. I 100% like, agree. You, no one was her stage presence. She, kind of this like weird, like Bowie, like arty, yeah. like I don't know, kind of Bjorky vibe Bjorky. happening. It's just like she was so many things in one body. And I love the Yeah Yeah Yeahs. I love oh. their music so much. And I just like. They're so good live. Like, they're just, I mean, they still are, but you know. That's a perfect just, answer. Yeah. That that's, is very good. That is, that is my 2000 to 2010 answer. Obviously, I, I would not want to be this person, but of course, we're so curious. What was it like to be a pop girly at mm-hmm. that time? I don't want to know because it was bad. awful and I would never want to be in that body. Ugh. Yeah. Terrible. Oof. No. Terrible, terrible. To be picked apart as much as they were. It's just crazy. Well, you have no autonomy. You have no control over your life, period. Mm-mm. But you know who, like, really took the reins? And I'm not, I'm not even joking. Mandy who? Moore. Mandy Moore oh. really was like, I'm not doing all this. Let me let me switch to acting. And let me, yeah. let me, re- let me release a covers album for my third album. Mm-hmm. She went, I'm already going to, like, pivot, change direction. I'm already going to do, like, mm-hmm. 
covers. Like I'm not going to be a mm-hmm. pop star. I'm going to, I'm going to do like, can we still be friends? So that's, I'm like, that is mm-hmm. a choice. And she picked cool music too. Like, she did. Like, not one of those covers was like a one-to-one. This is what Mandy Moore at the time would be singing. It was like, have a little faith in me. me. Can I just say? <laughs> she has such a good voice. She has such a good she voice. Is, she is. She's a good one. She's important. Oh, no. She's respected. She's an Emmy-nominated actress. Who, by the way, walked to remember, as Bowen mentioned, but a few moments ago, breathtaking performance in said film. (laughs) You got to rewatch Saved. 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 That came up on my Instagram. Yeah. Her layered (laughs) haircut in Saved is crazy. The scene where she's, like, emphatically, like, praying is, like, oh, my God. God, she really went there. She really, she really went Mandy there. Moore was a Christian devout icon. actress. She was a Christian devout <laughs> icon. That cast in that film is saved. Amazing. Jenna Malone, saved. right? Jenna, Jenna Malone. Malone, Macaulay Culkin, Susan Sarandon's daughter with the huge tits, Patrick Fugit. Oh wow! Just to go really quickly back to a walk to remember, we don't talk about the iconography of this exchange. Shane West, I want to kiss you. Mandy, I think I might be bad at it. Shane, that's, that's not possible. Not possible. <laughs> Just promise not to fall in love with me. Oh my God. Okay, what? I, the way that I sobbed and sobbed oh and my sobbed. God. By the way, shout out to Adam Shankman, the director. Shout out. We love you, Adam. So at the end of the movie... When you hear her iconic, I'll always remember. And then her love is like the wind. Wind. I can't see it. I can't see it. But I can feel it. But I can can feel feel it. it. Yeah. Shane was, I was like, wow. See, him, him, another one. He was a constant. I was. He was a constant cum, involuntary cum. You know what I will say? Shane West. The one good thing about 20. Mm -hmm. Oh, wait. Hands free anal orgasm on sight for Shane West. I can feel my anal orgasm. So oh my God! 8.3 Richter scale rattle when I saw Shane West so and really his weird little voice. I saw Shane West. Were you with me when I saw him at El Compadre in LA, like over during peak COVID, eating outside? <laughs> no, but do you want to? Do you, I'm gonna whisper in here. Do you want to tell your story about? No. <laughs> oh my God. Greta has Greta so many stories. Greta hooked up with a teen idol one time, and it's my favorite story I've ever heard, but none of you will ever know. None of I you will ever know. I did hook up with a teen idol one time, and I did, yeah, it was, there was a fingering situation happening. You know, I told that to a bunch of my gay friends, and they, it's the most iconic thing they've <laughs> ever heard. Getting fingered at laundromat? Getting fing No, bar? wasn't it at drop-off service? Or drop-off service, yeah. yeah she got fingered at drop-off service by, I'm not kidding you, one of the hottest teen idols. <laughs> second episode at in a row. Bar. Second episode in a row where we're, we're fingering his 
entered the chat. I literally, I've been thinking about it so much. I, I, I'm so horny lately. I don't know what's going on. And I haven't had sex in a while. So I'm just like, I just want a finger in there so bad. Well, the thing is, we can definitely <laughs> get you. Just we can definitely get you fingered. We can get you some like porky Scottish fingers. Oh my God. I think. Yeah. I'm cupping my hand. Porky on my Scottish nose. fingers. Yeah, we can. I kind of had a crush on one of the busboys. Wait, that... oh, I wanted to say something. <laughs> you know what's the best thing about 2023? The resurrection of Josh Hartnett. Oh, who yeah, is we... aging like Richard Gere. Yeah, like a, Like a fine piece of wine. Yeah. I mean, just delectable, that that man. And look, Oppenheimer, I was happy to see Olivia Thorby working again. She who fucked Elliot mm. Page on the set of Juno constantly. <laughs> that, is, that is tea. That is a really iconic story. That, Elliot's book. I need to read it. His book is steaming hot tea. Hmm. Well, we might need one from Greta about all this fingering. <laughs> Your book I will is say, sadly, sadly, it was just fingering. So no one started Not any sadly. Rumors. Oh, nothing sad about that. Nothing sad. No, sometimes all it takes is two fingers. Definitely. I'm not good one. with two. I'm good with two. I need five. The way it's so big and soggy <laughs> down there. Oh, honey. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. Hey, everybody. During the break, let's quickly talk about a couple things that are important to most people I know. Comfort and style. Crocs Classic Clogs and Sandals have both covered. And when we're talking about style, we mean personal style. There's just so many colors and so many gibbets charms. You can dress up your Crocs to match your mood and to match your personality and to fit the occasion. I mean, ultimately, you can stand out from the crowd in a way that only you can because it's your personal style. And now let's talk about comfort. You know, it doesn't get better than the Crocs clogs and sandals when it comes to being comfortable. Style and comfort are usually a trade-off, but here they're a package deal. It's like you have cushions on your feet. Soft, stylish, personalized, colorful cushions. So why wait? Head over to Crocs.com today and experience the comfort and style of Crocs classic clogs and sandals for yourself. Your feet will thank you. From original art and diplomas to ticket stubs and the keys to your first home, we all have mementos we'd love to put on display. Framebridge is the easy and affordable way to custom frame just about anything with fair upfront pricing based on the size of your item and fast free shipping. Plus, your happiness is guaranteed. See why Framebridge has been trusted to frame over 2 million pieces. Visit framebridge.com or a local Framebridge store to get started. That's framebridge.com. It's time for I Don't Think So, Honey. This is our 60-second segment that we do on every episode of Lost Culture Recess. Today is no different. I'm going to be returning to the top, the themes of the top. Yes. Themes of the themes top, of the aka top. my look. <laughs> um, just kidding. More of a reverse bottom these days with old age. Old uh, age. 
Okay, I'm ready. You have something? This is Matt Rogers. I don't think so, honey. His time starts now. I don't think so, honey. Calling them toilets. All over Europe, it's like, where's the toilet? Signs yeah. that say toilet. Toilet is a disgusting word that I don't think so, honey, about. They're called restrooms. They're called bathrooms. If we're in Europe, capitalize on your language and call it the loo. Toilet. Capitalize. This is a disgusting Hard word to wrap my head around. When I go to the seconds. toilet, that is the literal toilet itself, not the room that it's in. Can we have some goddamn mystery for once in my life? When you say toilet, I'm thinking of, I can, bear, I can basically taste it and smell it, the poop and the 15 piss. seconds. When you say restroom, I think a place you go to relieve yourself. Fine, that's couth. Aren't we supposed to have some taste here in Europe? Isn't it supposed to be refined? Isn't it supposed to be the pinnacle of culture? Then how come over in America they're slaying it by calling a bathroom? I don't think so any toilet. And that's one minute. Now I don't disagree Proud with to be you. An American. I don't disagree with you, but bathroom is not even that accurate either, right? You're not taking baths. No, in there. you're not taking a bath. Listen, all this I wave my hand at it. it. I, I say this. Two things. One, put it all in one room. I don't want to have to take a shit I and agree. then leave. You I know, agree. the toilet closet. What the, is water that what they call it? The water closet. The water closet. No, these are also two weird words together. The water together. closet, yeah. Yeah. Those are my notes. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Okay. That is very, very brave. People don't talk about this enough. They I just really love the way don't. he said that. That is very, very, very brave. Very brave. <laughs> that is very, very brave. <laughs> he, he's proud of me. Okay, well. <laughs> this is Bowen Yang's I Don't Think So Honey, and his time starts now. I don't think so, honey. Unicorns. My nieces love unicorns. And I went, you know what? It's disgusting. How come most of them are white? It's giving supremacy. Period. And it has a, it has a horn. That's disgusting. Mm-hmm. I don't, a horse should not have a horn. That's dangerous. That could really hurt someone. And these <laughs> unicorns are not real. So why are these kids obsessed with a fake animal? They should be worshiping dolphins. Get unicorns out of the pantheon of animals that kids 30 love. seconds they should just worship a horse like we all did growing up i don't think unicorns i think unicorns are really invading the culture of kids now and i don't mm-hmm. like it because guess what it sets up unreal expectations they're gonna grow up and 15. find out they're not real and then they're gonna be crushed that's their first trauma mm-hmm. okay and i'm not gonna be <laughs> one to pick up the pieces for this generation no. they're gonna have to do it themselves Five. unicorns you are ruining a whole you are cratering a whole generation of children. And that's one minute. <laughs> the amount of kids who believe that the dragons are real because of Game of Thrones, they really think this. They really do. They think it, and they're they're not going to not think it because they don't have you. Add it to the list of things that we have to just tell kids about. We Eventually, we tell them Santa isn't real. Unicorns aren't real. Dragons yes. aren't real. It is too much. It is too much. And you know what probably smells terrible? A unicorn's horn. Why do you think yeah. it smells terrible? It's a People disgusting. Touch it. It's a disgusting. <laughs> it's it's essentially like it's it's an exposed bone. Ew. Do you think that an elephant's tusks smell bad? Yes. Um, I don't know. Uh, probably. Probably smells like manure. Probably smells like dirty elephant. Poo. Smells like poo water. Horrible. I I just can't with these unicorns. And here's the thing. You know what's better in theory than a practice? 
a horse I know. way better in theory than practice. I know, I know. A horse is fun in a picture, but not in real life. I took a picture <laughs> with one the other day. You guys. Did I want to kiss it? No. No. Also, I don't Bone think so. Bone was almost killed by a horse. Why did that story get so much pickup, by the way? That, because it, I think that people were trying to make something out of nothing with you shading the crew. I wasn't Wait, shading what was the crew. The story? But tell the story. <laughs> the crew was the, the story is that the um you know and 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 our and our first AD Adam Eskoff, who I love, texted me and apologized when I said Adam, it's not it's no oh problem. my god. The crew in Iceland decided to film a shot with a drone of me and Nora on on horses, <laughs> and of course the drone freaked out the horses, and I almost got fucking thrown off. Mm, yeah. I almost got bucked off. And you know what? I got, I got you know Christ- what would have been a crazy headline? Bowen Yang, 32. Promising Emmy-nominated multi-cam actor. Thrown from horse. In Iceland. You know, if unicorns were real, you could have been killed. Had that been a unicorn and not a horse, you would have been died. impaled. You would have died. You would have been impaled by the horn. I would have died. Yeah. Absolutely. 100%. The smelly horn. Yeah, stinky poop, a poop horn. I said, poop, poop you know, horn. I can't imagine a worse headline than Bowen Yang thrown Promising. from a horse. He passed away. Being sabered. He passed away. Bowen Yang passed. If I had gotten a call, we have some bad news. Don't, Matt. don't. What? Matt. What happened? This is going to make me cry. Bowen. I'm going to cry. I said, what? He's gone. And they said, he's gone. I said, how? They said, he was doing an episode of Nora. I said, what happened? I said, I said, what happened? Look at me crying. Look at me. They oh said, my God, get close. Get close. They said, he didn't make it. I said, what? They said, he was riding a horse. I said, what, what episode was it this? They said, well, they went to Iceland. They were doing a, a really funny story. Then finally, Bowen's character got explored <laughs> in a deeper than surface way. Uh. <laughs> and they, he was riding a horse. It was so such a funny scene on paper. <laughs> he didn't make it when he was thrown from the horse. He, he just, he, he was killed. I said, well... We have to have an episode this week of Las Gulch. <laughs> they said, can you get Sudi? I said, probably. <laughs> I said, let me text her. I said, wait, hold on. Is there going to be a funeral? Like, what the fuck? They were like, probably. Uh, you have to talk to the family. I was like, oh my God, Jesus Christ. <laughs> and, they, and, and then finally, this is the kicker. They go. We need you to come down to identify the body. Oh my God! They made me come all the way to Iceland to identify the body. He was mauled. Bowen, I can barely see his face. He had the elephant. I mean, the horse. Stomped his face out. I said, "My sister, not my girl, <laughs> not like this." <laughs> they said, "Oh, sir." That was an amazing performance. This is why you would soar in multicam. That's really good, Matthew. One take. I think it's time for Greta's. I don't think so, honey. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Wait, do you want to time me? I'll I'll time you. Bowen's going to time you so you can see on the screen. Okay. Okay, This is Greta Teitelman's I don't think so, honey. Her time starts now. I don't 
think so, honey, military time, okay? Because here's my thing. If you have it on your screen, what, do you think you're better than me? That you're looking at your time in some European code? Honey, you're not in the military, okay? And also, if I'm meeting up with you and you have military time on your phone, you better say we're meeting at 2230, honey. Because unless you're using my time, which is, you know... 8 30 p.m. 30 seconds. People that use military time, you're not saying let's meet up at zero o'clock. You're not saying, oh, I was out until zero oh four. Oh, I we had dinner last night at 21.45. No, bitch. You are saying it in the 12-hour clock. So I'm done. Military time. We have it in the title. It's for the military, the militia, the Navy SEALs, the Army men, the fighters, the firemen, the military, period. And and I'm proud to be an American. And I'm proud to be an American with my 12-hour clock. Nice try, Lieutenant Dan. How about you tell me we're meeting at 8.30? Yeah. This actually is a good segue. Bowen, Greta and I were having a conversation just now at lunch, like we do. Greta says, and Bowen is one of this actress's foremost fans. Did Natalie Portman serve in the Israeli no, no, no. military for two years? No, not two. She was a. She was a. She... Uh, no. I told you she didn't. <laughs> no, what did I say? What did I she say? Grew up on, she grew up on Long Island. What That's I, what I said! What? That's what I said! What did I say I was going to tell Bowen? What? Oh. That you think it's funny that Gal Gadot was in the Israeli military? I do think it was funny. It's Gal Gadot. It's Gal Gal Gadot. Gadot. (laughs) She was the one who served. I think I'm going to start a uh, rumor that Natalie Portman served in the military (laughs) and was a drone operator. (laughs) That's a nasty rumor. I did an impression of Natalie Portman driving a drone. It was like this. They're on my tail! (laughs) And then I said, what if... What if she was, like, rehearsing her Jackie accent while she was doing the, like, they're on my tail. They're on my tail. They're on my tail. I'm on the joystick. I'm on the (laughs) joystick. Look at at my grip. I can't do it. I can't do it. (laughs) I think you can. Look at my grip. Look at my grip. Look at my grip. Jack. They're on my tail. Look at my grip, Jack. Jack. You can't. Orna. No one? My, <laughs> it's, it's me and Orna o- operating the drones. <laughs> operating. <laughs> operating. Operating. I can't do it. I need to uh, learn that accent. It's, like it's, it's just Great Gardens. It's just Great Gardens. It's just Great Gardens. Operating the drone. No, Mid-Atlantic. I can't do it. I can't. I, I, I used not, to be so good at... It's like Lauren McCall. It's like talking I, like... I think the three of us are so good at accents in moments, but... I, something about today in this episode, we I'll speak for myself. I'm so sorry to, to bring you guys into this. I feel like I have not really stepped up to my accent game. No, we've been doing awful accent work today. I mean, my Scottish accent, terrible. What are you talking about? I think you've been amazing. <laughs> I think we've done a mer- well, good job. <laughs> just, do you, just, just do Alan Cumming if you're, if you're going to be Scottish. Oh, well, I love Sarvania. I, oh, I love Sarvania. I, 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 said... I mean, to quote my most favorite movie of all time... And I'm going to say it, and I'll see if you two know what it's from. I could eat this for breakfast, lunch, and, and dinner. dinner. Yeah, the Colin Farrell sex tape. Yeah. I'm eating breakfast, oh lunch, my and God. dinner right fucking here. Mm-hmm. 
That is the hottest set. sex tape ever. ever of all time. Ever of all time, yes. And I then know. I love Sharon Osbourne. Do you ever hear Sharon Osbourne's review of that sex tape? No. She goes, he's got a dick like a salami. <laughs> <laughs> and we're back. We're back to the accents being on point. He's got Good a dick man. like a salami. He's got a dick like a salami. And she said it on the talk. <laughs> Oh, I wish I, I wish it was a show that I do miss. I keep or the Osbournes. Well, wow. what do you miss about? Hold on, here's my thing. I'm feeling really not seen in my culture this episode. <laughs> I bring up, God forbid, I bring up Jack Ryan and the Osbournes. I was affirming you. I was. I've been affirming you. Do you this see whole his energy to me? He's it's sitting giving, reclined in a chair, <laughs> like he wants me to pass him a fucking four foot Illadelph bong. Okay, and you know, it's giving, I'm over here just doing your best. We're all literally just doing our best, aren't we? That's Aww. the thing. Yeah, it's nice. We are. Well, if you are in Edinburgh, Scotland, you've got to go see Exquisite Lies. Yes, with please. Greta Tidelman. And there's also tons of other amazing shows. Yes. I'm excited because, well, the, by the time this episode is out, she'll be gone. But Patty Harrison's My Huge Tits Huge Because Infected Not, not fake. fake has been a real barn hit. burner here. Hit, hit, hit. Ruby McAllister's Tragedy. Tragedy. Megan Salter's Night of Mayhem. Mm. Um, oh. And many others. And many others. These, and many, many more. And we're going to see Monet Exchange yeah. later. I love it. It is literally culture. Yeah. I will say one final, I don't think so, honey, thought um, is that, you know, reviewing is a huge part of the culture out here. Right, getting reviews, right. getting written up. And thankfully, knock on wood, I've gotten some very nice reviews. But I did get one <laughs> not so nice review. And here's my thing. If you want, if you are a reviewer or someone that's interested in that, give a POV. Don't just summarize what happens in a show. Oh, I hate And that. then... At the end, this person said, uh, after summarizing my show, basically using my words that I have written about my show, Doing uh, she, their said, job. she said, there, there are some laughs, but um, Greta is so unlikable on stage <laughs> that if there's Shut one thing I up. know for certain, Titleman won't be leaving Edinburgh with any new friends. That's just crazy. That is the most ad hominem <laughs> bullshit. That is so personal. That is so like this person. What does that have anything to do with the fucking show? You fucking idiot. Also, honey, I'm here for work. You think I'm here? I mean, and by the way, I am to making make absolutely fabulous, lovely friends. Thank you very yeah. much. But literally, but like, you're not there to make friends. No. Period. That's Kelly stupid as hell. Worth. I know. Dumb as, dumb as shit. Dumb as a <laughs> unicorn's shit tusk. Ew. Bowen, well, are you feeling better? I don't know. I think the Tylenol is kicking in. I think my hope is that I broke my fever last night and I'm on the up and up. I, if I miss Vegas, I will never forgive myself. You're not going No, to. I don't want to even talk about that. Can you go that. and get a vitamin infusion? Can you go and get like a shot of like, you know, B12, vitamin D? You need a prescription. D. No, you, you don't. Prescription get, for get, call, you don't. Call the IV people. Yeah, you don't need a prescription. Get, in, get the IV doc to mm-hmm. come over. They'll come to your house. Yeah. Hmm. I'm going to look into it then. And you can also just go and get a shot, like a vitamin shot in your ass. Take it in the butt. I love bow. that. I love them. I, I miss. I miss getting those shots in my ass. We mm-hmm. have to end this episode with a song because that's what we do every single time. I'll always remember. 
was late afternoon. It lasted forever and ended so soon. Yeah, you were all by, by yourself, staring up at a dark, dark gray sky. I was changed in places that no one will find. All your feelings so deep inside. Deep inside Was there that I realized That forever was in your eyes The moment I saw you cry Cry The moment I saw you cry Oh no, no I wanted to hold you I wanted to make it go away. I wanted to know you. I wanted to make you everything. For more of that, listen to A Walk to Remember soundtrack. And her love is like the wind. Can't see it, but I feel it. Bye. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new bubbly bursts. You know that I feel like it's really important to express yourself. I know that about you. You got to put your true self out there, okay? And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do just that. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know, it doesn't get more comfortable than Croc clogs and sandals. They're just the perfect blend of comfort and creativity. Visit crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets charms. When the music of Celine Dion makes sweet Canadian love with the Oscar-winning film Titanic, you get Titanic, a campy, unhinged, chaotic night out. Find out what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night from Celine Dion's totally real and historically accurate perspective. Some say Titanic is the best gay nightclub in the city, and those people are me. And me. So set sail with this cookie crazy off-Broadway hit and get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. Get tickets today at titanicmusical.com.